Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello folks, I uh, hope you're all well. I hope you had a lovely Christmas or whatever variation you have upon that. Uh, welcome back to A Short It'll Be Grand, a podcast of two Irish gobshites reviewing movies and giving you our unwanted opinion. I am Dan, this is Owen. What's the crack? And we are the aforementioned two gobshites. So Christmas is behind us now. And we're back on to normal schedules. We had a few little episodes between um, the last main review and this. You know, we've had a top five there, didn't we, Owen? We did. We did our top five Christmas movies. Yeah. yeah. And what else did we do, Owen? We reviewed Wonder Woman 1984. And, and to know how much we loved that movie, uh Go back to our review, uh, come back straight away afterwards, uh, excuse yourself for coming in late. And anyway, yes, so I gave a little bit of a clue. And last time we were talking about what we were going to do next, I said Puka, any Irish speaking people out there? It's Ghost in the Shell, our first anime movie review. Our first ever anime. I have never seen an anime <laughs> ever. <laughs> yes. That's not um, true. I have seen some, but yes. He he likes a lot of shonen, and uh, you know this is not really shonen. I like shonen. I mean, I'm sure it's just one person somewhere <laughs> yeah. going, "What the fuck, Daniel? Of course it's shonen. It's just a special subgenre." I get it. I, I like anime, but not super. I I would say it's not shonen. Anyway, Owen, sorry. <laughs> I like shonen TV shows to an extent, and I yeah. like the works of Makoto Shinkai, and that's kind of it, I guess. Yeah, really. And I, I probably think. Like, like of course, there is actually a big anime following and love um Japanese love in Ireland for you know the works of Japanese people and the media. But you know, I think as of average Irish person, you probably know a little bit more than the average Irish average Irish person of anime. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen I've I've seen more than some, but nowhere near as much as others. But it, I mean, yeah. it's something I think I I'd I'd like to see more of. I guess it's a probably a blind spot for me in a lot of areas so i would you know i uh yeah, because it I is was, a big cultural thing to be fair like yeah it was yeah i was looking forward to this like you know so yeah um that, that was a bit of a daunting sentence there at the end but um look we'll, <laughs> we'll go for it anyway look uh let's go into um ghost and shell the, the um you know director is a man called mamarui oshi by the way i'm going to mispronounce every single one of these um by accident or on purpose uh please forgive me um uh, writers are Shiro Masumu, uh, based on the manga, and oh, <laughs> Kazunori Oto. Yes, please correct me. Just comment, please comment. <laughs> Kazunori Ito. Yeah, I think we could easily be both terribly wrong. <laughs> um, I'm right. But yeah, okay. <laughs> Look, usually we talk about actors we know in this and directors and that kind of stuff, but we're a little bit. Uh, Held back, I suppose, on this one. It's I can, I can tell you age one, group. I can tell you one thing that okay. uh, the man who voiced Bato in the English dub voices the Joker in Injustice: Gods Among Us. There's something I learned, huh? But that's a thing. But that's just like English voice actors in 
particular in like anime dubs, you'll see the same names like crop up 67 million times across 900 different movies yeah. and games and stuff. So it's, I mean, I suppose know. I brought the horse um, behind the cart before the horse um, because I should tell you about the storyline of Ghost in the Shell. For those who don't know, it is the far off year of 2029. <laughs> so uh, let's get ready for Cyberpunk. Well, not that cyberpunk. Duh. Yeah, the game might Other be finished one. by 2029. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Mind you, um, <laughs> it'll be, um, you know, just as dystopian in 2029. So, you know, be grand. Um, you know, it's so Ghost in the Shell. The idea is that some humans get parts of their bodies and their brains replaced by technology. And so the ghost is like the human part, like the, basically the soul you know of the original human and the shell is kind of like the ai and circuitry that works around us i think that's a good way to just explain it yeah more or less i guess yeah and <laughs> um, you know and we follow um this character um who the, the ghost is called major yeah the ghost is the, the consciousness yeah that's still it's the human factor is inside the you know the now, like <laughs> yeah. cyber brain or whatever the fuck they've created yeah, but we followed the adventure of Major Motoko Kusanagi. Um, and, you know, she is a cyber-enhanced um, woman um, who we see, for some reason, all her breasts all the time. Um, that, to be honest, it, it catches your attention, so maybe it worked there for the 80s and 90s there. And, you know, she's on the trail of this cyber-criminal called the Puppet Master, uh, who is, like, hacking into cyborg brains and leaving bits of information and taking information and taking control and all that kind of stuff. That's what uh, they're all about. And yeah, should we get into the plot? Yes, because I have, I really would like an answer to this what the hell is going on here question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the plot seems fairly straightforward. Future person as technology and stuff, someone's hacking shit and they're trying to hunt them down in a cyberpunky world. And it, But it's not cyberpunk in the way we really perceive it, because a lot of the city is kind of really like this run down. It's more like old traditional um, Hong Kong married to like over-the-top capitalism of high skyscrapers. Like you still see like the small boats going down like little roads and that kind of stuff. And you see, still see garbage select collectors, and you still see like you know phone booths and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you have a cyborg person running around with invisibility. Yeah, most of the the cyber advancements seem to have been made in the realm of like improving human physiology, making them stronger and live forever and all that kind of crap. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what they're talking about. You know that this. There's often in this movie where some of the cyborgs have a conversation with other cyborgs saying like, hey, how much of you is remaining? And hey, why do you use like a traditional analog gun? Why don't you use a digital one? It's better. And it's like, you know, we just simply run faster because we have the technology. It's, it's very much this kind of transhumanism, but without the nice golden sheen of it. It's, uh, are we still talking about the plot? Yeah, I suppose we, we Look, could go. I'm gonna just plot. I'm just gonna be honest straight off the bat. I'm not sure I'm smart enough to fully grasp everything that was going on in this movie. I don't um, know. It was just 
I'm gonna try, maybe, but I I'm I'm willing to admit that I didn't I didn't quite get it. I, I definitely think it's a movie that's full of symbolism and references to culture and economy and all this kind of stuff. I mean and a lot of the movie is just there's no one talking and they just kind of zoom up on certain like people's emotions as they stand still or they look at the shop window with mannequins in it and that's a recurring thing it's the kind of thing like i imagine you watch in film school and then someone brings out the notebook and now we're going to go through each scene explaining what was told in this i don't even know i i don't think so like i see it's the thing is i read a thing from the director and he said that in his world he he I think his his almost his exact words were he doesn't do things the Hollywood way, which is how we're familiar with movies being made. In that he places, yeah, he said he regards the visuals as the most important thing in a movie. Yeah, and the characters yeah. come last for him. Last, okay. he says he got he it's visuals, then the story, and then characters are the least important thing in his movies when he makes them, and and. That's fair that for this you, movie. I mean, yeah, because there are. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like no the visuals are symbolism. It's metaphor, like it is the yeah, whole time. Like oh, I don't know. I'm just I I I can't I can't get into a movie if there's no characters in it. So what you're saying is this movie is probably good, but it's a little bit beyond our understanding of movies. I think it's I think it's fantastic in a lot of ways. It's just yeah. not. It's gorgeous. It's like, not. It's not personally. It's not personally something. Yeah. I go for in movies that I like you know I can't deny that it's good and I there's no denying you can't watch this and not think hey yeah this is uh, it's the matrix yeah they made the <laughs> matrix a lot from this Wachowski's <laughs> kind of took this like when they were making the matrix they showed the production studio this movie and said this is what we want to do and then they kind of just did it so like <laughs> yeah it's um, it's massively influential and a lot of really big Filmmakers in the West love it. Like, yeah, it's one of James Cameron's favorite movies, and this this director is one of James Cameron's favorite working directors. To be fair, um, Cameron is also quite a visual director. Like, yeah, and it's not, no, I'm not saying it, you, the visuals are important. They it have to. Yeah. It's always better to be like show don't tell is is always better in in yeah. film. I'm just saying it's just in this in particular. There's nobody like you care about. There's no nobody has a personality. There's no characters in it. They're just kind of there to service the plot. Yeah, not even necessarily the plot because the plot is kind of messy. But it's more just the the topic that he wants to talk about. The yeah, the kind of the effect of technology on humanity and what it means to be human in a world where there's all this crap going on. And, which is fine. Yeah, he does a. He does it. I mean, he he gets his points across sometimes. He certainly does. Yeah. Um. But look. Um. Should we go into the actual plot? I think we kind of went a little bit into it anyway. But we follow this cyber enhanced police officer. Um. She's in section nine. She's uh called the major. Uh. She has a sort of side buddy pal partner fella. Um with funny lens eyes things, who is also an enhanced cop or Bat- agent That's or... Bato. Bato, yeah. Mm. Um, I think Bato was meant to be the wise ca- cracking person in this. And there's a little bit of that. But like, like it's, it, it, it's... There's... <laughs> there's 
they're they speak in like wise philosophical phrases if that's what you mean by wise cracking <laughs> like there's no jokes there's no like there's no little one liners there's no banter between anybody it's just kind of people standing staring into the distance saying and what if i am a human what if the human is me and the shell is my ghost and i am imprisoned by the world it's just like all this ah <laughs> classic like, bato like oh bato you're, you're <laughs> such a joker <laughs> you wise cracking maniac <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 not that folks um he's very much well, i mean i think he he is a little bit snarky and he is a little bit he he kind of pushes the antagonist saying hey look this is a reality why aren't we talking about this we should be, be, be a bit more obvious about it. Don't you think that was his purpose? Kind of conscience? Conscience? No. I think he's the one character in it that is. it was like me in that he didn't know what was going on. He was just kind of yeah. like, wait, Major, why are you doing this? What was that voice? What's happening here? But that wasn't <laughs> like a, I don't think it's a personality <laughs> trait. It's just like they needed him there to ask the questions so that the movie could explain what was happening. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, but anyway, look, um, they are hunting down this guy who is, I think the beginning of the movie, it starts with just this guy who's paid someone to hack someone's the, account to the, find out information. They're, they're trying to, f- yeah, well, they're trying to find the puppet master who has yeah. um, ghost hacked, which is you can hack like a person's cybernetics and give them false memories and stuff like that. Yeah. He's done that to some like public figures. And, and, and some garbage man as well. Some random garbage man happens to be working for him, and yeah, his, his and he wants this like his wife saying, "Hey, you know it's really weird. My wife never talked to me, and then all of a sudden one day she moved out." And he's like, yeah. "She definitely got hacked." Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you yeah. find out he doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have any kids. Yeah. He was all made up by the puppet master. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, they they hunt down this guy and they hunt him through some markets. Um, It's mostly Bato who's chasing him and the Major's running across uh, buildings, chasing them down. He's using some sort of holographic invisibility jacket that once it's shot doesn't work, apparently. And yeah, yeah. And he has a jacket that does it. But Major can only turn invisible when she's naked. No, but she's not naked. The thing that we see is a bodysuit that happens to really show off her nipples. No, okay? she's, 100, she's 100% naked. No, it goes up to her neck. It goes up no, to her neck, honestly. It does, it does it in the very beginning, in the very opening scene, she's wearing a white bodysuit. Afterwards, she's not. She's naked. No, when he when she's fighting him at the water's edge, she had the bodysuit on as well. Uh, I don't think so. I guarantee you, because I was looking for it each and every time. Uh, that's what you were looking at. That's why. I mean, that, I mean, that's why. That's why you were. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, were paying super look, close attention look, to major. It was always, look, I'm sure it's symbolism and oh, <laughs> humanness and all that. But let's not pretend the nipple appeal wasn't here. I mean, <laughs> nipple they, appeal. If they hadn't, if they hadn't have been there, I would have fell asleep a lot earlier. Yeah. Yeah. There was kind of a lull at one stage where they didn't show it too much, and we kind of go. Oh, I, right, so yeah. I, yeah, I was asleep early <laughs> for large parts of it. So forgive me if I get things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of went, wow! I my brain yeah. is not turned on enough. And again, this. I don't want to blame the movie for that. It, it's 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 a very good movie in a lot of ways. It's just I don't think we're adjusted to it. It's to be honest. That's I, it. I don't know, man. It the next time the next time a weeb 
tries to tell me that Ghost in the Shell is one of the best movies ever made, I'm just going to kick him in the nuts because it's not. <laughs> it just isn't. It's not. It's not. It's a, it's a it's fine and you can it's one of those things that it was interesting to see having watched The Matrix and really mm. liking the first Matrix. The second one's good too. Eh, going back to watch this, it was nice to see to, like it's interesting. It's always interesting to watch like what influenced other movies that we consider great. So it was nice yeah, to see and I'm enough. glad I watched it, but and it's gorgeous animators. Animation's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean like. it's nice to look at, but it's Anyway, no. look, we keep on going to the sideways saying, what the fuck is this movie? What's the movie? But that's uh, yeah. the point, and, I think. But the whole point is, like, she doesn't, at one stage she goes swimming, and he's just like, I am too afraid that the buoyancy things, and she made a funny joke that I won't say again. You can say it if you want, but we won't. But, like, she's, oh, no, I'm fine. You know, I don't really care. And they drink beer, and they talk about how, you know, oh, beer, we can literally get sober instantly if we want to, and all this kind of stuff. Which, sign me uh, up for that one. Uh, yeah, I, that I mean, I, yeah. I can't plan. No, I think you want the other one where you can just instantly get drunk. It's like, <laughs> no, 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 because I, I would like, I'd like to go, I'd like to go out and drink fifteen pints and then just like flick my fingers and revert to having only drank four. <laughs> you just still want to be a there. little bit, and I'd not, on, yeah, you still want to get a little bit of a buzz on, but like you know, <laughs> you don't want to be falling asleep on the bar. Just click your fingers. Yeah. Well, I think I'll go home now, lads. I've had the best night of my life. I drank sixty-seven thousand pints, and I'm I've been drunker ever than any man in history. And now I'm sober, and I'll just drive home. <laughs> you heard here for Earth folk. He was the most drunker, the most drunker uh, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So um, you know, they finally found out the puppet master is actually this specialized uh, project AI thing that wants to be alive. Um, you know, and it says the only way it can be alive is that if it experiences death and if it experiences uh, copulation, like if it can, you know, reproduce rather than just clone itself, it wants to meet someone to basically partner with and make a new self. And we have this big battle scene, and the major gets injured, and major then goes inside this project's head, and they make a new weird uh, gothica baby of both of them. And yeah. she goes off into the wild open, and that's pretty much it, isn't it? That's the whole movie. Yeah, I feel like there's so much. Listen to this, I, like, is seething with it. anger with yeah. us. <laughs> I, no, like I was, I was thinking, I was about to be like, I feel like you skipped like forty-five minutes of the movie, but I'm trying to think, did anything really happen in that forty-five minutes? I mean, like, there were I different mean, agencies who wanted yeah, something, like, and they were like performing surgery on like the. The, the sentient AI's body that they found, and the that he was yeah. like, "I'm not a machine. I'm a I'm a thing. Nobody created me. I was born of the internet. And the internet, or like or something. Like, yeah. I they they created me as a program to hack people, and I became sentient. He, he only yeah, like, but he was actually born within the internet. That's what, that was kind of the next. Yeah, well, he sa- he says that he was created as a program. Like there yeah. was a program created that to like hack to ghost hack like diplomats yeah. and stuff all over the world and in his travels around the net he became yeah. sentient and became a life form or whatever yeah but he wants to be alive to prove he's alive by dying and having babies which you know we can all understand which he says um. is the two the two linchpins of being alive are <laughs> you reproduce <laughs> and you die so yeah <laughs> hey can't you just clone yourself ah no it's not the same 
Oh, no. But he literally says that though. One stage, yeah. he's like, you duplicate, you clone yourself. Ah, no, we need diversity and such. Yeah, it's come like, on, yeah, man. but you clone yourself to... and then go off to another bit of the internet and it changes yeah. again. Also. I have to merge with you, Major, because I've been <laughs> watching you and your nakedness all this time. <laughs> Actually, it's a bodysuit that's very tight. <laughs> no, it's nakedness. Fucking face that has no emotion at all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, so obviously, uh, a lot of people hated the live action movie, mm-hmm. but I've watched some of the live action movie. And I think you've watched the whole thing, and those two movies don't have anything really in common, do they? Not as far as I can remember. Like it's been a yeah. while. I watched the live action when it came out. And my experience yeah. of that was, this is dumb, and I kind of stopped paying attention about halfway through it. Yeah. But as from what I can remember, the plot is not really the same to this. No, it's not. Um, even like there was a big part of her, um the major kind of trying to find who she was before. I could I, remember I, her. Like past I think so. We could be wrong. Yeah. Feel free. No, to, I I remember like, it separately to you as well. So I think that's probably yeah, true. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Mandela effect. Yeah. We both remember <laughs> Ghost in the Shell wrong. <laughs> it could. I don't know. I mean, but if we are, feel free to correct us. But that's as far as I yeah. can remember. That was the plot of the your the the live action Scarlett yeah Johansson version. I know. I remember it starts. I remember it starts the same. It is the same opening no. scene of her like in the white suit jumping through like scaling down the window and yeah punching a bunch of people in an office or something. I'm pretty sure that's the same. And from there, I don't know. Okay, that's where Fair it lost enough. me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So at the end, you know, uh, the major or wherever the major child, I suppose, walks off and has a new body of a child, and that's about it. He got the body on the black market, which was a bit of a, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He said the, he said it was the only body he could get, uh, at that on short notice or something. It was the only one available yeah. was just a like a child's body, and he just yeah. put her head on it or whatever. But, you know. so it's like, all right, fair enough. It's uh, symbolic, though, you know, because she's a new oh, because she's a child now. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not just a major; she's both of them together in one. Yeah, even though she acts. Exactly look here, <laughs> there's not much more to the plot. I, look, honestly, folks, I understand this is some people's favorite movie, and if you want to give us points and tell us what more there is to it, very much feel free to comment. We'll actually be very grateful. But yeah. I just, yeah. Anyway, so. Let's get to the things we liked and disliked. Or we shall strike a balance between culture and fun. Look, uh, we'll go to you first. Uh, Three things you didn't like. I don't have three, unfortunately. Okay, then say things you didn't like. (laughs) Right, I have two. No, I have two. I have two, all right? Visually, it is really nice to look at, all right? It's, It's like the art... Or even though it came out what like thirty five years ago or something at this stage, it's like nineteen ninety five. Like it's yeah, yeah. still so it's yeah twenty five years. It's um it's still beautiful. Like it's really yeah. it is really beautiful, and there are it's a amazing lot, to think it's hand drawn. Like. There are a lot of it's not fully hand drawn. Isn't that well? Oh, I know there's some CGI, but they it's used, most they drawn. used digitally generated animation, which is okay. it's a combination of cell animation and CG. Yeah, so they're getting the midpoints. At the time, they thought it was going to be like the future of animation and change everything, but it it didn't really work out that way. But, um, yeah, it's like a combination of both. But it is, it's still, it's really nice. There's some, like, there's some shots in it 
that are they're just they're just shots of like a, the rain falling on an empty street in in Newport City or something. Yeah. They're just they're just like really nice to to look at. And that was that's cool. So yeah. like even if you're you know, you could take a still from this and just it's like a painting. It's really nice to look at. Yeah. Um and yeah, I like I mentioned it briefly uh, already. It's always it's always nice for me to go back and see movies that inspired movies that like I would consider classics or like are right up there yeah. like you can clearly see and of course th- this not to say it's like completely original it does there are aspects of it that it borrows from Blade Runner but th- the Matrix is written all over this and yeah. like most people our age would think like the Matrix is is a classic it's one of the biggest movies ever yeah. and it's been massively influential since and this is the movie that inspired that so it's not it's always nice to go back and see something like that like if to watch i don't know if see the roots yeah. if you're like an older person and you love the magnificent seven or something to then go back and watch kurosawa's seven samurai or something to see where yeah. it all came from that's always cool it's a fun experience it can be a little bit different if like the thing a lot of the things that maybe in this this cyberpunky stuff are a lot more prevalent in film now than they would have been when this came out. So sometimes it's odd to see, like, if you've watched 10 movies that deal with this and then people are like, yo, you need to watch the original. Go back and watch the one that started all. You might go back and watch it and think, well, I've seen all this before and not be that, yeah. not be impressed by it. But even just yeah. as an exercise, it's, all, it's it's good to to see where it all came from and go back. If you like do that, so. film and the themes go running underneath it, this is what you need to do, like, you know? Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. that was nice. Those are two things. I couldn't really think of anything else, if I'm being honest. Yeah. To be honest, you kind of took the two that I was thinking of myself. Um, like, the thing that sticks out mostly for me is just the visuals. That whole idea of the camera turning and the proportions staying the same on characters. It, it's just... I can't even think of how talented the people are who do that. Yeah, There's so much... So much foreshortening and 3D spaces there. And it, it's not in just CG moments. It's just in gen- Like when she was on the rooftop and the camera just kind of pivoted around her. Like that's, it's yeah, stunning. It's, it's, and it's, yeah. And like it's even, when he, when the director says he places the most importance on visuals, it's, it's plain to see. It's, it's obvious yeah. that that's, that's what he likes. That's his yeah. thing is the visuals. Um, you I suppose know. another unique thing I could say I liked, I liked the last few scenes during the battle of the tank and, you know, when she's fighting it and maybe it's the gore, but the look of the gore when she's trying to pull off the lid of the tank and then there's a gentleness of her partner looking out for her and all this kind but, of stuff. And Yeah, yeah. I When she brought a, a pistol to a tank fight... <laughs> She did bring it to his... To be fair, I don't think she realised there was a fucking tank in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, she realised then and was... Your man... She was talking to your man. I was like, I'm going to have to take the tank down. He's like, what have you got? I've got a pistol. He's like, are you crazy? <laughs> She's like, I have to do And then, sure, that comes in with the perfect weapon for it. Like, yeah, absolutely yeah, he, he turns up and perfect. just is like, oh, while, uh, while you were doing that off screen, I went and picked up a, a giant bazooka. So, like, um, why didn't you think to do that, maybe, Major? You know, come on, like pick up a fucking bazooka yeah. every once in a while, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I like pizza. Uh, it's actually like a test model. 
Like, yeah, I just stole it from <laughs> section whatever the fuck when you were like while I was off screen, I just went and did this. So yeah, whatever. So, but <laughs> I did like the scene because that's I think that's when they were doing the when things were the worst and when it was, things were very vulnerable. The characters actually acted like characters. There suddenly there were people that we kind of could understand, people could have feelings for, and realize. You know, they're just vulnerable. They were just trying to do their best. That's that's where most of the emotion in the movie was for me. But then it got all weird with angels coming down and helicopters shooting shit and heads falling apart. You know, it, it kind of... I mean, maybe that's the actually, whole point. That you had this vulnerable, beautiful thing and then it just smashed apart. Like, to me, the ending didn't get as weird as I thought it was going to get, to be honest. I yeah. really thought when she, like, dived into the AI's brain or whatever the hell she was doing yeah i literally i remember she was jacking in and i i literally said to you i feel like this is gonna get really weird i thought they, <laughs> i thought they were gonna do this whole like internal visual, side, like, yeah. weird shit <laughs> yeah. and stuff and I, it was just the two of them lying on it though it was a bit talking. unnerving like him starting to talk through her and him being able to control yeah the, it wasn't was like, super, there was a, it was unnerving like wasn't, wasn't yeah weird I, th- I thought it was gonna get like okay. creepy or something not creepy, just strange-er yeah. than it already yeah, was. Yeah, it, it was definitely creepy. was creepy, but it wasn't, like, as hyper... What's it called? Yeah, I, yeah like, I thought it was going to... Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to dive into a Salvador Dali painting or something. It was just yeah. going to get all, yeah. like, blown out and odd-looking, but it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. But, but look, um, I, I still like that scene. It's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Um, it, the, after the combat, her lying on the tank... They acted humans. They acted like living beings, not just like, ain't everything terrible? Tell me about pal. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just like, thank you. <laughs> I had a very yeah. bad day. Thanks for looking out for me. <laughs> you know? But anyway, look, that's it. Uh, three things we didn't like. I think we probably mentioned a whole bunch of times. I'll start with this one. The characters are empty vessels. They There's not much to them. There's not a lot of... I mean... They give us all this lore and the story about how these people came to be, but we know nothing about them. We just know that these are humans that deal with technological stuff in their heads. Yeah, they're That's just pretty much it. They really are sh- the shells of the title. Like they're, they're yeah, they don't like no ghost in the shell. <laughs> no, they're not. They're just shells. There's no like they're they're none of them really have any personality. They don't yeah. even to me. Well, I mean, to maybe be honest, that's a part of it. To be quite honest, like. I, I didn't, even, like, Major's motivation and this, like, need she feels that she's, like, suddenly, like, I have to get inside this thing's brain or whatever. I yeah. don't know where that came from, honestly. I, yeah. It was just, like, yeah, cool. She just really wants to do this for some reason. Like, there's a vague sort of hint at one point that she's hearing things, but Bato heard it, too. So, like, I don't yeah. know. It's, like... I think that was just pop matter, wasn't it? I honestly don't know, to be honest. Because she f- yeah. she finishes the quote later in the movie. She's like, oh, remember that yeah. voice we heard? This is what he really said or something. It's like, I right. don't think we cared about that. No, I was like, all right. <laughs> like, it was all like, right. quoting Robert Frost or something. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Whose woods are these? Yeah. <gasps> I think I know. If I should die in fire, all right. Like, well, all right, cool. <laughs> all good. right. Where's the turn off button on this head? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, look, we already talked, I think, a lot about what we didn't like about this movie. I, I, I think, to be fair, there is probably there, 
there's reason to love this movie. It's just it's not any of my reasons. Yeah, I look. I'm never gonna. I'm I'm never gonna sit here and tell somebody that if they love a movie that they're wrong for loving. You just kick them movie. in the nuts, you know, like you I said ki- before. No, if they try to tell me, if they try to convince me that my <laughs> opinion that I'm wrong and in, in not liking it, then you shut the fuck up, all right? But no, you can like whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. I like Ghost in the Shell. I like yeah, whatever. Well, I think there's actually quality in there. It's just I don't think I care for that kind of quality. Look, I think maybe honestly part of it might be as well that it's not a western movie no and anime does things differently yeah different tropes different cliches it can take some time to like ease yourself in to anime and get used to what's happening all right even if i start a new show or something it can take a couple of episodes before i'm i come to grips with all right i'm not watching a fucking soap opera or like a cw show here or something i'm watching an anime and then i can kind of sit with it and this this when we watched this, I hadn't watched an anime in a while, so maybe a lot yeah. of it was kind of just like, this is not, I, I, this is odd, this yeah. things are not happening the way I'm used to. So there's there's some of that, and like, potentially, if, Look, you know, if at I... At least, all, what all of anime has in common, from what I've learned, is uh, breast. Oh, yeah. There's breasts mm. everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, Usually. Yeah. You, yeah. Have, you gotta have those. That's... Yeah. Big. I always kind of, like, when people think of um, Japan as like this puritan place because no uh, absolutely not <laughs> no like when people try to people people try to say avatar the last airbender is an anime it's not man there's no boobs in it no oh thank god no boobs. <laughs> like i'm a breast man but you know i don't want to see that in avatar no boobs in it man so it's not yeah. anime <laughs> unless it was iroh then i respect those boobs no, nah, Iroh got the the booty. <laughs> Let's not you. talk about uh, the war you know the, criminal the dragon, You know the dragon Ooh. of the West? The dragon of the West is his penis. <laughs> that so. would be the dragon of the South, you mean. Hey! All right, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, this is not about Avatar. <laughs> well, fuck would we love to do a few things about Avatar at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um. so look, uh, we'll go on to our... My favorite segment. And I think the Jesus moment for me is pretty much that she's in the nip for, or at least appears to be in nip for most of the movie. Um, I mean, I was aware of it a little bit from like, you know, posters and stuff, but not as much as I thought it'd be. They, they, and the thing is, the camera usually like focused on it or zoomed mm. up on it oh, yeah. or it looks at the side for it. There's a lot of like, oh, we better get some boobs in these three seconds or so help me. Yeah, it's... I Maybe they knew that the... I think I remember reading that the director was having an argument with the production team or whatever that they, they there wasn't enough action in the movie. Of which, by the way, there is very little. Yeah. But he didn't want that in the movie, so maybe the compromise was, well, Major will be naked all the time. I was all right. I'm down. And they cool. Just went, all right, yeah, well, no, yeah, no, all right, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> count me in. Is she hot, gentlemen? Yeah. We have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone put their hands in the center. Go, go, go! We've done it. We've cracked the code. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's my Jay's moment. I think that's pretty much your Jay's moment, unless I'm. Oh no, mine is oh. mine is um. 
Nipples don't do it for uh, you, is it? Nipples are not a Jesus moment for me, all right? <laughs> They're everywhere. I see them every day in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I spend hours <laughs> looking at my own nipples sometimes. <laughs> That'll be uh, the quote for when we post this. Uh, I look at my nipples for hours in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Jesus moment for me was in the final tank fight when... She j- major lands on the tank and tries to like rip the the top of the tank off with her hands, and they do like a, they do a really intense close up of like her back and all of her yeah. like tendons and muscles start like tearing and stretching and rippling on her back, and then her arms like rip off and so I was just like oh Jesus, that yeah that was. That was that was hard to look at. Like to be fair, crazy. there were nipples in that scene too. There she were because the she was naked yeah. again because she went invisible to get. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fair well, enough. There, you go. there was nipples so, in that yeah. scene, but it wasn't the nipples that I was Jesus in about. It was more just so the, more like nipples out of the shell. Am I right? More like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, nip- this um, the entire podcast has <laughs> fallen apart into nipple territory. The at every nipples, corner. the nipples are the ghosts. <laughs> All right, Little we've go- cracked onto the themes. We've got to call him. It's like, yeah, man, it's the uh, nipples in the yeah. ghost, aren't they? Like, you finally found out. Somebody finally <laughs> understands my movie. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was um, mine. Yes. That was mine. I found that very just like that was uncomfortable to look at. That was the yeah, most yeah. Weird, but that's what I said. I actually like the same cause of the gore because it was a little. It was realistic, or it wasn't just over the top. Oh, it's gory, being... like they did it a bit in the 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 one and only other fight in the movie where she like snaps that guy's wrists and ankles and stuff. That was a bit like yeah, but it looked a bit <laughs> cartoony because it was. Just it did look like, like, like something was inside a glove. Yeah, it was out. like which, yeah, but mm, yeah, but this was just a lot for me. It was kind of like yeah, oh, okay, cool, right, yeah. Um, let's move on to our. Final thoughts. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. Anyway, so um our final thoughts. Um I'll let um Owen jump on this one first. Anime is for nerds and losers. Don't watch it. Suck a dick. And my th- final thoughts are that we're both <laughs> nerds and losers, and we watched it. Um. <laughs> no, okay. My fi- my final thoughts are there are there's some there's some things that I can really appreciate about this, and it was it was a lovely experience for me to go back and watch something that influenced movies that I love. But I don't think this is great. I would not consider this. Like, as most would say, one of the greatest, best movies ever made, or whatever the fuck. It's not that good. It's just, it's kind of, it's it's oddly, it's oddly philosophical in a weird way. It's yeah. it's the dialogue. It is, doesn't give you answers. So it's just no, ask questions. The all dialogue time. is is nonsense most of the time. There's no personality really to it, but. It's nice to look at, and if you're into that sort of thing, then hey, more power to you. Kind of going on from what Owen said, I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's an important movie. I Like you said before in some of the other points, 
Like this is a movie that had a lot of knock-on effects in other movies. A lot of people took inspirations and ideas from this movie and did their own thing. Now, is it a movie I personally enjoy? And I mean, I sometimes think about like, do I have the energy to look more into this? Do I have the energy to look more into the themes and what's going on behind the scenes? And I personally don't think I would get much of a reward out of that. Like, if I did that, I don't think it would do it for me. Maybe one day I'll read the manga, maybe see there's something else to it. But as a whole, it's a movie that's important, but it's not a movie for everyone. It's not a movie that everyone has to watch. It's just, if you like anime, and if you like things like The Matrix, it's worth at least watching once. And that's yeah, I, I, will, I will say that I enjoyed the research process for this episode more than I enjoyed watching the movie. I liked, yeah. read, I liked reading about like filmmakers that I love and sharing their opinion of this and, hmm. and kind of going back into the, some of the... It's like the film history nerd in me enjoyed reading yeah. about these things. And so it is an, it is an important movie. in, in the yeah, It's a thoughtful of, movie too, to of, be fair. Of Western... Yeah. film even if it yeah. came from the east but uh you know like every good house needs a foundation so this kind of laid the foundation for a lot of important works and great works yeah. that came afterwards so that's cool and look here let's throw down uh we haven't had a question i think last time um but here give us a movie that you think is a good route for other movies an older movie that kind of established a genre or, you know, a think piece of movie that other movies take a, took a lot of inspiration from. Like, name your favorite one of those. And, yeah, that's us for today, I believe. Um, I'm going to look at Owen right now and say, hey, Owen, do you know what we're going to watch next week? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm not even doing a teaser because I'm too, I'm way too excited to even pretend. Oh, no, you give us a little teaser. Come on. Come I know. On, I, w- I, I want to just tell people. <laughs> okay. I'm so go excited. On. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's finally happening. We're doing go Wild on. Mountain Time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward I to that. I genuinely yeah. cannot wait to witness the sheer shit show that this movie is about to be. Yeah. And I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I hope you all watch. Li- watch, listen, whatever. Oh, hey, watch. Kind of, we're gonna, we're on YouTube, sorry now. <laughs> oh, we are. Uh, that won't, that will be on. Actually, I was what time we were saying. It will be. Um, all our other podcasts are going to be slowly put up there over time. Um, we're gonna maybe put a week in between, so people on YouTube will be a bit behind. But it's mostly so that you know we can trick the algorithm into, hey, we're creating content. Don't just whitelist us. Ooh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and they're they're long as well. We tried as well. I I po- I posted on Facebook about this that if um just like I wasn't sure if people liked the longer episodes we did or the like little short things we were trying out so this one is a little bit shorter so it just I don't know just let us know just say hey guys yeah. no you can talk more shit you don't have to limit yourselves to yeah. <laughs> forty minutes I mean whatever look and behind the scenes scenes uh, me and Owen have talked about a few different kind of programs we could play on this podcast and like what kind of things we could do we talk about maybe following tv programs and that kind of thing in future and we have all sorts of ideas and for the next year like you know don't worry about us being disheartened we're not we're, we're doing this for ourselves as much as for everyone else and we have plans to change a few things up in the next year 
but we'd love your suggestions. It honestly would help us so much, I think. Yeah, and if anyone wants to send me money, just let me know and I can, I'll set you yeah. up. I'll give you my, um, my So stanielscork1990.gmail.com. Send on to my PayPal there. Cool, cool. Yeah, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to announce my personal email address to the world. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Get docs, bitch. <laughs> the CIA are going to kick in your door any second. <laughs> With a nice euro, yeah. one for all, Sir, 20 euro voucher. I heard you've been talking shit about nipples. <laughs> don't go for that here. Uh, hey, you didn't even make fun of Americans this episode. Uh, no. Well, I made fun of weebs. They're not American. A lot of there are a lot of Americans. Not anyone outside of Japan who's into massive Japanese things is usually weebish. Yeah, and a lot of those people are Americans. That's it's it's weak. You're weak. I look. I'm I'm trying. Okay. Do you really want me to? I can think of something to make from no, American no, no. It, the moment's gone. It's over. Okay. <laughs> right. Cosy likes Americans now. There you go, folks. Right. No, we do actually like Americans. We're just taking the piss. Take my, the piss off us all the time. Love you. Secret anyway. <laughs> no, genuinely, when we're taking piss off people, we're kind of expecting. Yeah, to and piss Americans off us. are the same ethnicity as us, so it's okay. Well, some of them. I can't make fun of <laughs> Japanese people, can I? No, you can't. See? You shouldn't. I mean, unless <laughs> Japanese people start making fun of us, then it'd be like, ah, let's have some crack, lads. Wait. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Japanese. Wait, can we make fun of Japanese Americans? Hmm. No. No. You can't. No, no. I'm making, no. When I'm making fun of Americans, I'm strictly talking about uh, white, upper class Irish Americans. Am I? <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not at all. <laughs> Generalizing look, like look, a to be honest, uh, we, We're kind of babbling on, uh, folks. Uh, like always, uh, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, we'd love you if you commented. I genuinely love you. I, I bring you on a date. I, I, I bring roses and chocolates. And we'd have some soup on the beach with some cocktails. And it'd be like Marina is happening. Right? Two meters apart, though, and with masks because, you know, COVID. But we'd love you. Nothing. And if, whenever Dan is done doing his weird ASMR ending, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Bye, babe. Asher, look.